0: Talks podcast. Happy Wednesday. Happy hump day. I hope you guys are having an amazing week so far. There's like two weeks left until Labor Day long weekend. So two weeks left of summer pretty much. I hope you guys are making the best out of it and that you're having a great time and doing everything that you can because summer really doesn't last long for those of us who live in countries that have winter. And when you start to take this beautiful weather for granted, before you know it, it's going to be so cold and you're going to regret your actions. So this is your two week warning. Do what's right (laughs) and do what you know you should. Um, yeah, this week has been a hectic one for me. Well, actually more so the weekend. Um, on Friday, I went to spend the weekend till Monday with my cousins in New York And if you guys know anything from my trip to Cancun, it was extremely fun. But as always, I was extremely and am still extremely exhausted. It was jam-packed from the moment we landed till we got back on the flight. It was really fun though, and it was an amazing time. It's my first time in New York, which I know is embarrassing, but you know, whatever. We were in Brooklyn, Soho, all over the place. And it was a really, really great time, but I'm happy to be home back to my regular life, back to my slow granny pace of things. But yeah, it was good and it was fun. I hope you guys had an opportunity this week to work on the words to live by, which were utilize your wise men and as I gave you guys examples last week, it's something that I do a lot. And my wise men are the people who snatch my edges and get my life back in order, especially when I'm acting a disaster and forgetting who I am. Like, they're the people who remind you who you are and let you know when you're operating in a place that's outside of who you are and what where you should be operating. And the two things that I found with having wise men and selecting wise men, the first one is that your ego might get hit. Actually, your ego will get hit because when you find a group of people who will tell you the truth irrespective of how you feel and who want you to be your best, they'll, they'll, put, um, they'll put a mirror up to you and they'll show you parts of yourself that you want to not acknowledge. And in doing so, your your ego's going to take a hit, you know. And it's okay if your ego takes a hit because the second part of what I've noticed is that you always grow. Like 2 weeks ago now, um I think I was saying it um briefly last week that I was in a less than ideal situation emotionally and I was talking to my mom and she just reminded me who the hell I was. Pretty much like She let me know who I was, reminded me how I need to operate, what I represent and who I am. And it was literally the kick that I needed to jump back up because sometimes we know we feel, we well, sometimes we feel that we know who we are and until that's tested and then Things don't go the way we had planned. Like sometimes we feel like we're tough and we're strong enough to handle a situation and then situation comes and we, we realize that we crumble and we're not strong, but that's why you need your wise men there to remind you that yes, you fell, but this is your, this is what was your wrong in the situation. And this is how you can recover. And having someone reiterate to you what you already know, but you're not operating in is always very beneficial and very helpful in becoming your ideal self which I think is what we all want to be so please 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 find your wise men utilize your wise men don't fight with your wise men because you need them in your life you know (laughs) you need them and they're very important and they're the people that will be of the greatest help and impact to you in the long run and in the present. So with that being said, I'm going to get right into the topic for this week. And for this week, we're going to be talking about social limits. So how I'm going to break this down is first, I'm going to start off by explaining to you what a social limit is. Second, how to figure out your social limit. And third, what to do with your social limit. So I don't, to be honest, I didn't Google this prior. So I don't even know if social limit is a real term or it's something that I've just heard but I have a friend who constantly talks about his social limit and essentially what a social limit is 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 your personal threshold. I can't speak English guys, I'm tired. So a social limit is your personal threshold for social interaction. Essentially the place at which you've had enough of doing whatever it is you're doing. And social threshold, sorry, social limits can vary from person to person and from place to place. So there are times where my social limit for a group of friends, depending on the group of friends, may be two hours. Whereas another group of friends, I can actually go away with them and spend two weeks and will be okay. Whereas another group of friends, it's more of a let's walk into there, tell them I have somewhere to be right after and run out within 20, (laughs) 20 minutes. And this, the same thing goes for situations and atmospheres, like your social limit in a, in a club type setting might be an hour to 45, well, 45 minutes to an hour. Whereas if it's more of a lounge or a, spoken word type of chill vibe you might be able to spend three four hours there so it varies from person to person and place to place and your social limit also changes as you grow and develop so this is quite self-explanatory we're becoming different versions of ourselves and in becoming these new versions of ourselves or altered versions of ourselves our social limit adjusts and grows in the same way like think about you 10 years ago, or you five years ago, and certain spaces that you could be in for long periods of time, whereas now you're no longer in the emotional or physical space where the time that you spent in those places seems necessary to you anymore. So your social limit is extremely fluid. It goes up and down and changes in the same way that we as individuals and human beings also change and evolve. So how to figure out your social limit? There are two ways that I think are the most telling. And the first is your body. Like when you're in a space and you're reaching your social limit, your body is going to let you know. You're going to either feel discomfort. You might feel physical, like a physical feeling of, not wanting to be there, getting out. It could come in the form of anxiety or like a rush or a panic of not wanting to be there anymore. It could also come in an emotional state where you get to the point in that situation that you're feeling so drained that you need to get out of there. And that's an indication that you've reached your social limit. And another way is that you revert back. So you might be in a, in a, environment let's just use a party as an example because I feel like that's one of the easiest ways to figure out your social limit or one of the easiest spaces so you're at a party and you're dancing having a great time and before you know it you find yourself standing still on your phone not really into the space that you're into anymore so it's important to listen to your body and the cues that it gives you like Sometimes we just feel like, oh, I'm bored or I'm over it. And essentially being over it is an indication that you've reached your social limit for that point. And as I said, with understanding what a social limit is, the reason why you've reached your social limit could be because you don't like the music they're playing. It could be because you're tired and you could be in the same setting and reach your social limit at different points for different reasons. In multiple times so it's not always that if you're in a club your your threshold is two hours or if you're with certain friends your threshold is 20 minutes there are other things that come into play like being exhausted not being in the right mental space having a lot on your mind that is distracting you from even being engulfed in the moment that you're actually in so pretty much when your body starts to itch to leave like (laughs) then more often than not, you've, re- um, you've reached your social limit. And the second way to figure out your social limit is to pay attention to what your mind does in cer- certain situations and with certain people. So if you find that in certain situations, your mind constantly wanders and that you're everywhere else, but where you actually are, you've reached your social limit in that space. And this used to happen to me a lot when I'm with certain people, like I'd be with them and everybody would seem to be having a good time, but I'd be thinking of something so random and so out of the space. Like if we're at a party and I'm just thinking about what I'm going to make for breakfast the next morning, like I'm done. That means I need to be in bed (laughs) so that I can get to the morning and eat some breakfast because I clearly no longer want to be where I am. And in figuring out where your social limit is, it's important to note that your social limit can be reached permanently and sometimes temporarily as well. And what I mean by this is that when there are certain spaces that you enter and you decide that there's no longer a reason for you to ever, ever, ever be there again, And that is when you reach your permanent social limit. So there's nothing on earth that could take you back there. Nothing anybody can say. Like there's this club in Toronto. Well, it's in Mississauga. I went there once when I was 19. It's called Sugar Daddies. And like, honestly, my mom could be having her party there and I wouldn't attend. I would never, ever, ever go back there again. And on the other end, It's a temporary social limit. So you going out somewhere and being done with it for the night or being done with certain people for the moment, but there will be another opportunity to interact with them again. And you wouldn't necessarily completely brush it off. You may more so be, um, how do I put this? You may be more cautious of how you interact in that space, but that doesn't mean you're never going to go there again. You will, but it it might be in a different context because you've learned what your social limit is. And this moves me into the third and final point, which is what do you do with your social limit? And essentially what you do with your social limit is that you find peace. Like you use it to plan what you want to do and what you don't want to do. And this is a very important part of growing up and maturing and being in the right emotional headspace because when you figure out how how best you operate in certain situations and how healthy certain situations are or are not for you, it now becomes your job to take that information that you have and use it in the best way possible to ensure that your mental health, your happiness, your stability and your all-around peace is at the utmost priority in any situation that you're in. So, when you use when you take your social limit, you use it to plan where you will go and where you won't go. So, You'll figure out over time, especially all, I feel like all of this is a matter of, you know that this is happening to you, but you may have never paid attention to it. But now that I'm bringing it to your attention, you might notice that, or might finally have a name for what you've been experiencing. And in that self-realization, you'll know where you're triggered and where you're not triggered. And knowing where you're triggered and where you're not triggered or where your social limit is longer or where it's shorter will help you determine how you plan your life out (laughs) pretty much you there are certain spaces where you know that i'm not going to spend long here because i don't want to be here too long because i know how i get when i'm here too long and there are certain spaces where you know that you could spend all day there and be okay and what i want you guys to understand specifically with this whole issue of the social limit is that having a short social limit doesn't make you a bad person and it doesn't mean that you have an ego or it doesn't mean that you're you're not being social or that you're anti-social or anything it's just a matter of what you feel comfortable with and understanding why exactly you feel comfortable or don't feel comfortable in certain situations will help you a lot in figuring out how exactly your social limit works. Because yes, it's great to be in a situation in the past and know how you'll react to it so that you can adjust for that same situation in the future. But there will be times where you're going to be entering into new territory where you've never been before. And once you have an understanding of yourself and how you operate and what what it is that makes you tick and not tick and this type of situations that you find yourself needing to get out of quickly and the type of situations where you feel that you can stay you'll be able to use all of this past information as a gauge to determine how best you can operate in new and unknown territory pretty much so i hope this helps you in figuring out your social limit understanding what it is realizing that there's an actual made up term for the feelings that you feel when you're always (laughs) ready to get out of certain situations after a certain period of time. And I hope that you'll utilize this information to understand yourself and avoid putting yourself in situations that will push you past your limit. Because there are times where you go out with a friend and maybe you should take your own car because you get to a point where you need to leave faster and if that person is driving and they're not ready to leave because they're having the time of their life you have yourself stuck in a pretty crap situation waiting for them to leave and you know you've reached your limit and it's just about perception and understanding and if you're lucky you'll have friends who have the same social limit as you so by the time the clock strikes one thirty at the club, you both look at each other, side-eye each other, and you make your way to the exit, which is ideal and fun and great. But in the case that it's not, understanding what your limits are and being able to operate and work in a way that you won't make yourself uncomfortable is the most ideal way to go. So I really hope this helps you guys and that you take it to heart and that you figure out How to operate in the best way for yourself because self-preservation over everything, as I will continue to say, like it's so, so important. And now I'm just going to get right into the words to live by. And for this week, it is learn when to hold that thought. Let me repeat that again. Know when to hold that thought. So pretty much your opinion is great and it's special but it's important to also know when your opinion isn't needed. It's important to know when your opinion is going to hurt someone. It's important to know when your opinion is not the most important thing that needs to be heard in a moment. The last word shouldn't always be yours. And if you feel that the last word should always be yours, maybe You need to learn when to hold that thought because there are times where silence is golden and being able to give somebody else the floor is very important. Another part that I will add to this is that if you have to start a statement by saying, I'm sorry to say, maybe you shouldn't say it because if you were that sorry, you wouldn't have said it in in the first place. So what I want you guys to do with this this week is to understand the power in your silence and to think before you speak. This sounds extremely juvenile. I know it sounds kindergarten. I know, but it's very important and especially in our adult lives. And especially when you're in a situation where you feel that you know what you're talking about and that your opinion is valid. It may very well be valid, but it may just not be necessary at the moment. You need to know when people don't care about what you have to say so that you don't waste your breath and that you don't waste your time and that you don't invest your words into an empty barrel. You need to know when people don't have an interest in what you're trying to say. So yes, you have the greatest advice that's going to change somebody's life, but if they're not emotionally in a place to absorb that advice, take it to heart or use it, maybe you should hold that thought. And you should also know when people do not need the information that you're providing. Yes, it could be valid, as I've already said, but maybe it's just not needed. When somebody is going through a tough situation that you saw coming and that you warned them about, maybe that's not the time to say, I told you so. Maybe it's the time for you to be quiet and just be a friend, be calm and listen to what they have to say. And know that yes, you have words, but they're not necessary. So this week, I just want you all, my dear friends on the internet and my friends who I whisper in your ears every week to just remember me telling you to hold that thought. Like, I don't want you guys to be in situations where your words cause more harm than good or your words in their strong and profound nature just float in the wind because they're landing on deaf ears understand the situations you're in pay attention and know whether or not it's necessary for you to say what you want to say and if it's not be okay with the fact that you don't have to say anything and I think that's the hardest part to know that you have a witty comeback or a valid point and to just gobble it up and swallow it (laughs) and not say anything just keep it to yourself and understand that there's just as much power in your silence and your gentle support as there is in all the words you have to say and just try this week to be a silent participant wherever the need arises and just Hold that thought, pretty much. (laughs) So that's the end of this episode for this week. Thank you guys so, so much for listening. Remember that I am here to answer any of your questions. Send me a DM, send me an email, and I will answer it on the show or I'll answer it privately. Have an amazing week, and I will talk to you next Wednesday. Bye.